Just said to Nadia, are you ready to record? And she just nodded without pressing the record. I, but, but I don't you think that that's, that's kind of the way for everything at the moment. Everyone's getting these brain freezes. Well, <laughs> because nothing's time... working as it used to, so who's to say that phones don't really work like they used to? Let's just take a moment and try and remember... Where we were a week three ago. Three weeks ago. <laughs> OK, so three weeks ago, life was exactly how it was, wasn't it? We were... I was one of the first... Well, I definitely was the first out of all my friends, all the loose women, everything that said, you know what, I'm going to pull back a bit. I wrongly called it self-isolation. What I actually meant was social distancing. And I was the first one to start it because I was like, I'm getting really nervous about this. Kind of thinking as well, maybe I'm being a bit overdramatic mm. and it's all going to change. And I think a few days after that, we did our first podcast, didn't we? We did. I mean, I had a, I think I talked about it in the last podcast. I saw this coming mm. in the financial markets. Yeah. And there was a sort of, selective and willful amnesia, even in the markets of the West, to sort of not think that this contagion could spread. Do you think and it's because we're so used to looking around globally, oh my God, Syria, how awful for those people. Oh my God, Ebola in Africa, God, those poor people. And I think, I think it took us a long time in the West to just actually catch up, that terrible things can happen this side of the world as well. I think, there's a, I think there is a national arrogance, or there's, a yeah. Western, there's a, an arrogance of the developed world to think that this shit doesn't happen to us, and it's happening to us. Anyway, I mean, where we were... Well, when let's we... be fair to ourselves, nothing's ever happened like this. No, nothing's happened like this. This is our generations and all... I always find that weird when people say our generation, because... My generation is different to Maddie and Kiki's, and yet we're all in the same experience. I suppose all these people that are alive now. Everyone is alive now. This is our version of war. And um, just, I was just looking at the comments, actually, because we were going to comment on comments, and too many of the comments beneath our last How to Stay Married were very specific. Which was on this subject. We were, were very specific to our situation back then that's changed immeasurably. So that, that didn't seem right. But anyway, so this is How to Stay Married and we're gonna talk about where we're at with coronavirus and family life and marriage and us and all that sort of stuff. Mm -hmm. And I'm really struggling, if I'm honest. I'm really struggling in a very different way to the obvious ways that I'm struggling. Can you remember what we said in the previous podcast and where you were? <laughs> not a clue, no, not at all. Just we say it as as we're feeling it. Well, I think in I think a couple of weeks ago we were talking about we were sort of still feeling our way around this. I was I mean I was definitely in the first week, I was on the ceiling anxiety. I was really really, really I was the worst I've ever been mm. in my entire life mm. without a doubt. And we've been through some shit, but mm. that was the worst. Actually, you know what I would liken it to? Do you remember when you came back from the North Pole mm. and things were really bad? Years ago, Mark had filmed in the North Pole and you had a bit of a relapse. Well, that was my alcohol. breakdown that led to kind of going into relapse. Yeah, and, and, and that kind of anxiety level that I was on there where I thought my whole world was falling apart and I was trying to ring psychiatrists and I was doing all of that and I had a baby on my hip and I was just... The anxiety, I felt like my head was going to blow off. Well, that's what it was like for me the first week of self-isolating mm. and stuff. And so, and, and I think that's what I was talking about in the last podcast. To be honest, guys, we couldn't bear to listen to it, the last one again. We didn't want to go through it. Um, my, my, <laughs> but I'm very different now. What, insofar as you're, what, karma? Yeah. Oh, my God, yeah, no you comparison. See, yes, it's weird. You see, I, I always work on a... In our relationship and in everything to do with our lives, I'm never really in the now. It drives Nadia and mad. I'm always looking three, four months ahead because I'm always, I'm a forward planner. I'm looking at 
It's like companies, I'm looking at what is the turnover gonna be there? What's the revenue gonna be there? How are we gonna be managing through? I'm not, if now's all right, then we can forget now. I need to be focusing on making sure that now over there is all right for all of us. And I'm in a different place with this whole thing. I think the acute problems that we're in will pass. It's inevitable, all bad things have to end. That's not to say, that's not to say it won't be long, it won't be awful, it could be worse than anticipated, it might be better than anticipated, we can't say that, but for, for a fact, things will ebb away to some degree. But what I'm more worried about, and these are the things that worry me most of the time, and in most of my sort of moments of reflection, which are fucking thousands of them when I'm not editing or working, and I'm doing that because I enjoy it, but I'm also doing it because it helps distract, I worry about the long-term run out on this, not just financially, but mental health wise. I worry about the adjustment to so many parts of ordinary normal life that are gonna come beyond this. And that's not about luxuries. That's no. not about being able to fly to, to, to the Alps and do skiing. I can't no. give a fuck about that shit. I'm talking about the very fabric of our being. I'm talking about the way people are with each other. I'm talking about, we're, as you've said so many times, we're seeing people who are selfish remaining selfish. Mm. And how are they going to be when we come out the other end of that too? Well, I agree so with I feel every, a bit down I agree way. with everything that you say. And, and I, at my worst moments, because I still have loads of low moments in a day, I feel utterly overwhelmed. Like last week when they closed the schools, even though our children are homeschooled, I really did. I really, really struggled. I had to take myself off upstairs and I had a cry and I, and the reason for that was I was thinking about all the children that use school as an escape. Mm. Not the ones that are on a register as vulnerable, mm. but the ones that we don't know are vulnerable. The ones that might have a parent with a mental health issue or alcoholism or mm. violent or, and there's that six hours in their school is, and I got so overwhelmed and I went upstairs and I was just crying mm. and then I just thought, you can't do this because you cannot. Yes, you can have a moment where you're thinking about that, but can I affect change today? Mm. No, I can't. I really worry about people with OCD. I felt completely overwhelmed thinking about people with OCD. How are they coping with this? But then what can we do? We can only do what we can do. We regularly on our channel are having updates with people. How are you feeling? We know that loads of people are getting real comfort from just being able to have a, an open conversation. So that going to the serenity pair that says the courage to change things I can, that's what I keep thinking. What can I change? Okay. I can try and keep my family really healthy. I can um, support you, the kids, your mom, my mom and dad, my sister, my friends. Actually, that kind of, we can see what we can do for people just in our neighborhood. But actually, if I keep focusing on the wide, wide problems and the wide, wide global problems with mental health, which if we go there for just one minute, we're all going to go screaming yeah, mad. But that, okay. And so I, then I pull myself back in. Mm. It's like, what can I do today? Because I wasn't coping thinking like that. I, it was too much. I well, I mean, I mentioned yesterday, I mean, our friend Michelle, who, me and Michelle, if you watch this, um, we share in some of the same sort of mental health issues and concerns. And she made a really, I thought, you know, apt comment on a text to me yesterday. She said, what are we supposed to do when the essential madness, in inverted commas, of our own mental health issues that are often locked within our heads and locked mm. within our hearts and are deeply private, very frustrating to the outside world because you get the outside of it, but the inside, the dark, tarry, 
matte, dark, nasty core of that mm. is within us. What it's very. What do we do at the point that our internal shit is the outside, is exterior for mm. everyone? And actually, what we're seeing is most people reacting to it in a batshit crazy sort of fashion. So, can I just ask you one question there? Because I'm quite interested in this. Is there any comfort, and obviously a weird, twisted, mad comfort, but is there any comfort that you're not the people out inside looking out at everyone else feeling okay? Is there something, is there no. any comfort in going, None. oh my God, everyone, we're all feeling like this. No, you know, no, we're no. not the aliens. No, quite the opposite. And I think uh, Michelle also referred to this too. There's a sort of, there's a sort of, I don't know how to say it without sounding overdramatic. There's a sort of fruitlessness and hopelessness for everything and everyone that comes from it. It's like it feeds back onto yourself because you're seeing it out in the world and you're left thinking, I was right to feel what I felt in the first place. So there feels like there's mm. less mm. motivation to clamber out of that hole. Going back to the issues around, that's very sort of deep mental health shit, but going back to the issues in a, in a couple in a relationship, I mean, I think the way we've been with each other in the last week is curious. And I think it's important for us to, again, we're not saying this in any way critically, but I think it's just really useful for people. Why do we do these? Because we want other people who are in relationships that maybe are struggling to share these things. I mean, I've, I think the way we are with each other has become really fraught through no fault of anyone's own. You know, we, we are at different times, but most of the time dealing with this, I feel very individually and not collectively. I think there's concern and care from all of us, you know, towards each other. But I think, I, I think by and large, I feel like I'm operating within my own wind turbine of stress. I know that, you know, we both actually did agree to watch and, and being plugged into the news less, but I think I feel I have to be plugged into it a little bit <coughs> more than you because there are so many considerations, financial, economic, social. The literal decision to walk out of a door is, is changing, it feels, every hour. Uh, every day but in in being in contact with that I do feel sometimes there's a sort of I do feel slightly or have done more recently because I know it's good for your mental health not to be watching it so much now I'm when I say this this isn't me I am no longer on my phone watching everything the television's never on I mean I have reduced my news intake by about 95 percent mm. but you've re reduced yours by about 99 percent no 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 I haven't no 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 but there's I'm, no no I'm, no but no but I haven't well, no, but, no no but I've got to pause you because that's not true well, that's what so, you said. No, no, no. What I have done is I, I cherry pick when I feel strong enough to look at it. Like yeah. yesterday morning, Mother's Day. I, I, if, if you remember, I came down, we spoke. I knew everything you were talking about because I'd gone right through the mm. BBC and I'd read everything on the BBC. I watch, I didn't watch Boris yesterday as the only day because it was Mother's Day. No, and no, I just no, wanted I get a that. day off. No. But I think it's really important that we stay engaged. Well, I often feel like... And stay engaged in a way that works for us. Now... People I find with anxiety, with high anxiety, and a lot of people say this, they want to know everything and that kind of makes them feel better. And I respect that. But I'm not wanting to know but, everything, but, I just wanted to know but something. But for me, knowing, listening to the Boris update, choosing my news, I look on WHO and I look on the BBC. I don't want to see photographs of people in intensive Neither care with bubbles around their head. I don't want to see a constant tally of deaths because that doesn't work for me. Actually, a friend of mine was saying yesterday, yesterday she said, my problem is, she goes, what is going to break me and my partner is that he is constantly watching the news and 
and she's quite a newsy person. This is quite unusual for her. And she said, and then he'll come in and he'll be like, and I'm sure a lot of people listening, it's the same say, oh my God, such and such happened in Italy. Now that cannot work in any relationship. You can't have that much. No, and I think I've gone to a great, great yeah. level. No, but I'm to, just to talking about that. another extreme, just for people that no, might no, no. be in that yeah, extreme. But... And I think, I think everyone is trying to find their their right balance. Um, you know, so maybe if there's something you really want to share, maybe the good thing is to say, "How are you feeling at this minute?" Because there are points in the day when I can share. Okay, about okay. It. Well, no, I hear what but you're saying. I hear what you're saying. I hear what you're saying. But I feel it, if I'm being really honest, and I'm sure you feel the same. I feel curiously more alone now than I did a week ago in how I'm dealing with it. I don't necessarily feel, it's not about being on the same page, it's not being about, I mean, and, and perhaps part of this is that actually this whole horror story is challenging us all on such an individualistic basis that we are all interrogating, even within a family, mm. what it means to everybody be us. Everybody is the same person they were three weeks ago. So everybody is dealing, this is on a more massive scale, but everyone's dealing with it in the same way they would anything else. Any other big event that's happened in our lives, we kind of, there is a little bit, see my See, way, I disagree, that's not what I'm saying. That's not what I'm saying, things. I think it's things have like, changed. What can I do? in this day, in this moment. So for instance, when you're in high anxiety and you're very, very stressed and you're feeling, and you're looking scattered, you are, my thing to do with you, and yours will, you can tell me what you do with me when I feel scattered, is for me to try and ground you. Like I have done with other things, like when you get overwhelmed and you've got, you know, I'm not just, I'm not talking about you with your mental health, I'm talking mm. about the anxiety that mm. we're all dealing with in mm. this, in this current climate. So when I, like yesterday, when you were having a really bad day, I wanted to go to things that I know have worked with you before, which say, listen, why don't you just turn that computer off? Let's have 10 minutes where we mm. talk about it. A suggestion like yesterday, you were really worried about your mum. So I'm like, okay, we can't stop all fear around your mum, but how about you take her for a drive and you really have mm. a good chat with her and then you, and da, da, da. okay, so I've got this anxiety. Right, have you tried the rescue remedy just to bring down that? Mm. And these are things. These are the. This is the pulse that I've always had as your partner, as a mum, as a sister, as a friend. These are things that I mm. use, and these things that I do help me to feel like I'm helping those that I love. It might not actually, but it feels like I am. Do you know what mm. I mean? Yeah. Your thing, from where I look at it. I mean, I suppose in a way it's just quite traditional, old-fashioned roles. You know, you're thinking about the finances. I worry a lot about whether you're going to sink into a much worse depression. You've stopped taking your antidepressants before all this kicked off. Because with medical feeling, advice. With medical advice. But now I worry all the time, you know, what's that going to have? What, how, what impact is that going to have? Should you start taking them again? I, In one sense, I don't want you to take them again because I've seen that... They have an effect in a different way, but who knows? You could fall into the biggest, darkest pit of, of depression. Yesterday, you were very low. The day before, you were highly anxious. And for those 48 hours, I had a panic in me thinking, at any time, you could go seriously under. Because anyone could. So what about people that have already got depression? Hmm. If I'm feeling... If everyone I speak to is thinking, like, I'm really frightened, I'm going to go into depression... 
people that are married to people that have depression yeah, no, but that goes, are going to be very fearful But that goes back to that question, that. It does one feel better? No, one doesn't feel better. One feels, I feel a genuine brotherhood of worry and fear for everyone who's probably feeling things now that are totally alien and totally unusual. I mean, I've seen a few comments online where people say, I don't want this to become a mental health chat, but I see, I've seen a few comments elsewhere where people say things like, ha-ha, now the world knows what it's like to feel like, you know, anxiety. I don't feel that at all. That's not I don't, very nice I don't want, to say it. No, I know. I, I don't want anyone to be feeling something or to have a better understanding of what it means to have a mental health crisis by this. No, this no, isn't what I want. I'm not talking about I'm not that. saying I'm you're saying that. that. I'm talking about... I'm no, talk but I think why it's relevant is in a marriage, because this is a marriage podcast, there are a lot of people that are either going to be suddenly as depressed as their partner that might have been having depression mm. or as anxious as their partner is mm. having. And it's a scary time. It's a scary mm. time for the person with mental health issues, which I know people get cross when I mention this about Mark, but Mark talks a lot about his mental health issues and he does have them. But I think one of the reasons... And I, I think it's very scary for people. You know, I want to also talk from the position of the partner of it. Yeah, but what, I think what this situation and circumstance and this, this crisis throws up, and this is what I'll go back to, is the idea of feeling uh, feeling alone in how one's dealing with it. Obviously, we're not alone. Obviously, we have no comprehension of what it's like to be living on your own, without a partner, without family, struggling through this. I can't even begin to imagine oh how people God. are going through that. So, although this Awful. is a relationship podcast, that there is a total mindfulness of the fact that for countless people, like my mum, you know, that was my thinking behind bringing my mum in because, you know, she hasn't got the luxury of your mum and dad being next door and having each other and being able to that's have an hour and kick she's around the flat. And that's why it's a good yeah. idea. But what I mean by the aloneness is exactly what you've just said. This is such a seismic challenge to the individual as well as to the family that they, that people who are normally, and I would say characterise you as this person, the person who's kind of, you know, the Mother Earth kind of catering for everyone, everyone is under assault. Everyone. So those normal structures within a family, while some of them are still observed, yep, yeah, I've got my car and, you know, car manufacturers are going under everywhere and, you know, I'm sorting out all the practical stuff. You're dealing with the emotional integrity and the, and the, and the nutritional health and the, the physical health of our girls as well as, as well as me being entertaining with them and being stupid. All those things are carrying on. But at the same time around it, we're all being challenged. You, for the first time, are facing things, as you've said to me at times, where you've been absolutely low as death. And I've just held you and I've just said, you know, I know it's going to be all right. I know we're going to get through this. You know, you've been vulnerable and that's different. And on those occasions where you have been vulnerable, it's been great. And all I'm saying is that I'm just trying to, without getting into it getting tricky between us, I don't want it to. I think it might just be refreshing for people to know that we are experiencing difficulties, highs and lows, in finding the right balance of how to be with each other. You're right, the last 48 hours, I haven't been great in two very different ways across two days. Prior to yesterday, you've, I mean, I've seen a look of panic in your eyes that I've never seen before. I've never seen before. A sort of, oh my God, we are, I literally, and I feel, weirdly, I feel purpose to be able to help hold you in those mornings when I come down and you've been like, literally, and then we can find a sort of, you know, we find a sort of equilibrium between ourselves. And um, and perhaps that feeling of having been on, on my own for the last couple of days is because I've driven that situation to be on my own a bit more. Do you know what I mean? Mm -hmm. Emotionally. So I just think these things happen. You know, these things are happening. I think it's, it's an evolving crisis. And I, and I think as time goes on, I, I mean, I'm not in a situation where I'm finding anyone any more irritating. I'm actually quite enjoying being around people. 
You know, I like the fact that we're all kind of in the house together at the same time. You know, I'm working a lot, but I would, I, you know, I, I, parts of it are quite nice too. Mm. I suppose, you know, anyone that's listening is going to identify with this. Everyone's, this fucking, you know, new normal, which I find really irritating, but it is what we're all searching for. And, you know, things... I just think the problems in marriages that one already had before this are just highlighted. Mm. That's it. And we all have to have a sense of that. Mm. Things that were like just a bit of an irritation, you know, will feel much bigger because everything everything is under a magnifying glass. And also just the amount of time, the extra time that everybody's spending together. So How I think it's like... just really important to have strategies in place. I mean, I hear what you say there about you feel like you, you know, you 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 have to have more of the worry because you're plugged into the news. And it'd be really easy for me to say, right, okay, I'll get more plugged into no, the well, news. No, that's not what I'm saying. But at but all. no, no, but no, I know you're not saying that. I'm saying that would be an easy, quick fix for me to say that, but that wouldn't do any of us any good. So it's about finding strategies. So what I would suggest is that we do is that we have a fixed point in the day where we do talk about it. Maybe it's just when I'm cooking dinner and the kids aren't around. You know, we can't say a time because we're not that sort of family. We don't have times. But maybe when I'm cooking dinner, that's a time when we, when we actually talk about it. As long as it is just about the facts that I don't want to talk about the amount of deaths and, oh, my God, there's a 12-year-old. Oh, my God, there's a... doesn't do us any good. doesn't do us any good. If there was somebody in our home not observing everything that we've been asked to do by the government, then I think it would. But we don't have to use any scare tactics because we're doing everything humanly possible. Mm. We're staying in. No, but that's my point. So stuff like 12-year-olds, da-da-da, all that sort of news I am keeping to myself. And this is what I mean by feeling alone. I'm seeing stuff and I'm reading stuff that makes me worry, generally, about everyone in my life. Is there any way you can but, stop looking at on, that no, stuff? No, though? I'm not looking for it. I'm not looking for it. I'm going online at the allotted times. I've reduced my news intake by 95%. Mm. I'm I didn't going, see hang on. the 12-year-old. You told me about no, no, the 12-year-old. No, no, so no, no, I know no. I looked at the news yesterday. No, I looked no, at I the know. BBC website in I've, the morning. In my one check-in. Okay, maybe not on the BBC website. So if I go to the Guardian, so, you know... So wherever, well, Guardian needs well, wherever, to be wherever it is one goes, we could want to get into the kind of nuanced details of which is left-wing and so not left-wing. So pissed off with them, the way yeah. they're... Wherever one gets one's one hit, it's one hit. And if in that one hit, one gets information that, for me, makes me worry, not irrationally, but makes me go, right, I need to be thinking about shit. So, for example, about how clear it is when we're all out, and I'm seeing circumstances, even in what we're talking about wanting to do the next day, I, I don't feel, at the moment, I can freely flag it up without being characterised. I'm not saying this is criticism, characterised as hysterical or high anxiety. I think, yes, I think the last few days, because you've been physically very like that, that's why everyone's been feeling a bit like, oh my God, because you've just, you're so wired up because you are taking in too much information. I'm sorry, I'll argue this any. until I'm, I'm blue in the face. I'm hardly taking the in any. News I'm taking in the relative, the relevant stuff. Well, I know that we've got a social distance. I know that we've got to be two metres apart in the park. I know everything that we need to do to keep safe. The extra information you're getting is causing you terrible anxiety. And I will not be able to do this for three months if I'm in the same anxious place I might be able to do it. I have to manage it. I have to manage it in a way that I can cope. But if I'm managing it in the same way, but I'm getting different information, what am I supposed to do about that? 
Because you're not managing it. You're like you're completely. But I'm you getting different information going, to you. But you, I mean, you are going from anyway. Let's not. This is boring for people to listen well, about. No, no, this. no. I think it's a I dilemma for I most families. I think you are looking too much at the news. You I, don't. So that's our difference of opinion, and I have to respect that. But I think you're looking too much at the news. Okay. Well, I think it's a dilemma most families are, are yeah. in. I think it's a, it's, a, it's a real. I think. Real problem. I think there's nearly every everyone I've spoken to. One partner is looking more. Every single than person I hear you talk to, and I do think having a social circle outside of the family to talk to, I'm lacking that at the moment, and I'm feeling the lack of exactly. that. Exactly. But I'm supporting well, my friends as well. Yeah, you're you know, supporting your just, friends, but. What you're also getting from your friends is every phone conversation you have, there's terrible news. You're getting more terrible no, news from your friends rather than no, me. No, no, that's not true. We're all on a blanket. No, that's not true. Okay, well, maybe that's changed recently. Oh, yeah, in the first week when that was all happening, I thought, I can't do this. I'm mm. going to drop dead. So uh, somebody would start to tell me, so say, is this bad news? I don't want to know. Mm. No, I, good, I, and we're all strategy. sharing good news. You know, these mm. good antiviral drugs, they're looking mm. at malaria drugs. They're well, I'm sharing that good drugs. news too, like the supercomputer yeah. that's finding... You know, I'm not actually hunting or scouring for terrible news Do you, at all. Okay, I want you to be really, really honest mm. now. Okay. Do you think we need to know anything more than we already know, which is to self-isolate, wash our hands, Can I... don't go closer than two metres, don't see your elderly. Do you, what else do you think that we need to know at this point? Well, because so many people outside of our country don't necessarily believe our government is doing the right thing or having the right approach, I think there is a necessity and a responsibility to have a more overarching sense of the problem other than just what the government is telling us to do. So, give me an example. So, for example, the fact that they haven't gone into lockdown soon enough, the fact that they haven't yeah, but, gone into... Oh, but we know all of that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No. And I agree with that. And but, I want but them also, to test more. But also I want the them fact, to test like South also, Korea. I want them to test like yeah, they did in China. Let me finish. I want let me the finish. lockdown. But also, I don't so, need to look at the news today. But also, the government aren't telling us about how contagious it is. And every time I hear news about they're curtailing this part of it, but at the same time, we know we all want to go out. We want to walk the dogs. I want to go out. I want to feel the air on my face. I want to go for a run. We want the kids to get some exercise. I equally want to know how dangerous is that? And the government isn't telling us that. But, but thank you. They're not telling us that. So what you're doing when you're searching for that information, you're seeing loads of people putting out what they think. And no, loads I'm of going to people like John Campbell, the one other YouTuber. That you're hearing, no, John one Campbell, that you're the other YouTuber. In the, air, the next minute you're done, I will keep on saying this long blue in the face. I don't think any of that is serving you. I think you're digging for stuff because you're anxious and you're looking for a way to quell it. And I think it's an addictive process. I really do. Okay. There's another friend of mine that is doing that, and I can see her doing it to herself. And it's just, well, and I've said to example, her not to share with me her news, but I can see it's really affecting her mental health. A small example is John Campbell, brilliant YouTuber, ex uh, NHS nurse, brilliant, com composed. I'm, I, I feel actually wrongly characterised it. I'm going to really calm. Characterising. No, no, no. I'm going to really calm, responsible, informed sources of information. And his line on it actually today. Contrary to all these photos we've seen of people in public places and everyone being irresponsible, it's like you made the point today. Actually, people are very confused. They, they're wanting to get fresh air. They're believing that going out is the right thing. He's clarified it for me by saying it's right to seek exercise outside as long as you've got two, two metres between you and everyone else. Right yeah. The yeah, but it hasn't been that clear from the government. It just hasn't been that clear. Listen, I would say we're both very well informed on what's going on here. I think we don't, there's no more information coming at the minute. What would you what like? What we want to hear is, we want to hear when are they going to start effing testing? When are they going to lock down London? Right? And all that stuff will be told. I know I've got to wash my hands. 
I've got to not sneeze. If I get symptoms, I've got to isolate myself upstairs and not see my family. I know that we've got to strengthen our immune system with good food, vitamins, fresh air, and exercise, mm. right? The other two things I want to know is testing and lockdown. Mm. And believe you me, that's going to get through to me. What would you like me to do differently so that we can... I would like you, I would like us both to watch the um, Boris thing every day. I don't even mind the kids watching that because it's sane and they're not sensationalising. And then us to have a discussion about it. And then for the rest of the time, we've got this time where we're in this house and we can cocoon and we can make something out of this time together. Mm. And we can pull together, not pull against each other. Mm. And we can have times where we sit and read all these things we've ever said we wanted to do. We have the time. I think I want you to share more about the financial worries because I think you are taking that on on your own and I think that's a lot to take on on your own. So we need to talk more about that together. Mm. Um, and that's it. And I think I, and I want you to be really mindful about what we say in front of the kids. And I don't want you to feel alone. I love you and I know that this is, you know, the huge pressure for all. But I can't, for me to stay well, I need to just have very little news, but I'm willing, I hear you when you say you're struggling with keeping the news to yourself, so let's have an allotted time where you can, where you know, God, each day I can talk about this. And if it's affecting us and our family, we'll talk about it whatever. Yeah, but, uh, but I don't want any age groups of, of people going to you know, hospital or anything There's like a lot that. of hearsay and a lot of nonsense that's said. And I do, you know, the journalist in me does the due diligence. I know how to cut the wheat from the chaff. I know how to do all of that. So, you know, there, there are just... Where I get concerned is where I believe there has to be a slight gear change in our attitude and approach to things and things that we do or the message we're putting out. If you imagine we're doing our own little Boris Johnson with the family. And, you know, I've got certain members of the family, like my mum, that one has to be very careful about how that information gets out. Now, you know, it's just on those occasions where I'm thinking to myself from a very considered position, not a high anxiety. I think the high anxiety comes well, from I an inability to express to me, it. Can I talk? Can we go and just have a five minute talk? And if we go into a separate area mm. and we talk about it, we can do that. Mm. But it's just the constant... No, I get that. I get that. Constant, like, air filled with it. Yeah, the air filled with the contagion is just too much. Mm. So I would say to you, um, if does, would that help you? If mm. you just go, listen, can we have five minutes? I feel like I'm going to fucking go fucking mad. Mm. And talk to me. And I, and, I say, and if I'm in a really low moment, I'll go, yeah, absolutely. Not, can we do it in half an hour? Because I might feel in a better place. Because I think what's happening is, and it's what they call in recovery, is it's bombing. We're all bombing each other. Boom, boom, boom. At mm. times when we might not be prepared. I mean, yesterday, there was that story of the 18-year-old who died. Today, the story is that they had underlying con conditions. I know, it's unforgivable. They give the news separated. Mm. They get their headline with an 18-year-old. Mm. Poor kid, poor kid, poor family, heartbroken for them. But the next day you hear they've got underlying conditions. Mm. Don't report the news mm. until you know the whole fucking story. You were thrown into absolute free fall the other day when you saw the 45-year-old man that had died. You had a horrible night. The next day you discovered that it had motor neuron disease, God bless him, and was actually had only had 18 only months because, to live. I mean, I mean, I but, they, but this is the games that the news are playing with us. Mm. They are playing fucking games with people's emotions. Mm. And I think we've got to be 
ferocious mm. in the protection of ourselves and of our loved ones with it. We have to be like, a firewall, no. I think it's unforgivable what the press are doing. Unforgivable. They're, they're, they're forcing family members or heads of families, parents of families, to have to sort of imaginatively go, you know, the thought of suffocating in my own lungs when I have asthma right. is okay. panicking. Don't pa say no, that, no, but somebody might not know that. No, 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 but then, then, but then the concern, of course, isn't just... For, I'm not thinking about it from my position that one doesn't want to go through that and one doesn't want to die, but you're also thinking in terms of, oh, my God, the distress, the stress to the family and yeah. to the kids. Right, and that's where you have to stop yeah, no, I know, and you have to say think of cbt yes that could be the worst possible outcome but today you're well today you're well what did recovery teach you mm, today no, 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 stay no. in the day no but when i say these things i'm saying them because it reminds both of us i know it sounds like i'm telling you i'm telling me we're telling everybody the very best thing and it's funny because last night after we did the live when we were all sharing on YouTube on how we're coping with this. And I kept saying, staying in today, staying in today, staying. Went upstairs, I was reading um, an article in the newspaper with a psychotherapist talking about how we've got to deal with this. And she absolutely said, this is fucking shit. This is a nightmare for psychotherapy, for therapists, mm. because yeah, <laughs> the all, worst all is all happening. The precepts, yeah, positive she thinking said, doesn't all happen. we have, all we have is to stay in today. Mm. Because there are... 10 million worst-case scenarios, mm. but they might not happen mm. to us and you listening, to this individual, to us, to you listening, and yet we will deplete our ability to cope by thinking about the worst-case scenario. We, would, we, will, we will weaken our immune system. Yes, we're doing all, everybody is trying to eat better and exercise better and everything. What people, what the message isn't really getting across is that stress messes with the immune system so if any of us get this we want to be as strong as we can but it's also really it important off. to allow i think in any couple and in any family the facility to be stressed. to be to be not just be stressed be to, but to be down mm -hmm. because i think it can become a real challenge and i think a number of people really related to this you know all of these strategies for thinking positively and being gratified god i'm never going to be more when we get out of this i am going to be so grateful for so much i'm grateful but today. sometimes I'm yeah so no grateful. no no but some but let's not use gratitude as a as a sort of positive club to hit no i'm not saying you do but i think when i hear people going on about when i go onto instagram sometimes i see people going i'm grateful for this i'm grateful for that i'm thinking you're making me feel guilty because I'm not grateful right no, now. No, they're not. They're no, not no, no. making I know, you I know feel not. guilty. But they're that's not. how I end up but feeling. But we all have to respect each other, right? Now, you have to have this need to do that. I respect it. I don't want to do it as well, but I respect that. Be that's grateful your way of in coping. silence. I, I, no, I don't, some people, I don't agree with that. I don't agree with that. You can choose what you look at. You can go to negative accounts if you I want. want to go to, I don't them. want to be negative necessarily. But, but I think... People that are put, like we on all our lives, we say, let's have the burp of doom. Yeah. We always start our lives with everybody saying how bad they feel. No, right? I agree, and I think that's I think very it's sensible. really, really important. It's like an outlet. Where we balance that. But this is our difference in characters as well. Bloodletting. Bloodletting and then kindness to ourselves. Yeah, no, I agree. I think I mean, like that. I'm it's really a great... grateful that I'm sitting opposite a man that I love and that I can share this really difficult time with. Mm. I'm, I'm, it, yes, it's really hard that it's anxiety drive you know there's a lot of anxiety within our relationship and dealing with it but i'm also grateful that i have it and nobody is ever going to tell me that i'm not going to keep flipping the coin mm. if i don't flip the coin if i don't go fuck this is shit today fuck where are we going to get food today fuck where 
And if I don't flip the coin, well, actually, I've got a cup of full of dried lentils and dried beans and dried that somebody over in Africa hasn't got, mm. then that's my no, way No, 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 I'm not saying not to be grateful. I'm just, just sometimes, it's like one can't be grateful at exactly the same time no. that everyone else and that's, is. That's why, we, that's why I'm saying to you, let's have, a, let's have a time where we can go, shit, we mm. do it on our lives. Shit, I feel this bad. Um, <clears throat> but not bomb it, not shock each other mm. with it. Like if I suddenly come in and go, oh my God, you know, my, because I do it too, I'm not going to do that. I'm going to say, listen, I've got, I'm really worried about something. Are you all right at the minute? Are you strong enough at the minute to take it? Yeah. Because this is, the, this is the unusual times we're in where you've got to, I mean, I was talking to a friend the other day and, and, and something popped up on Sky. Oh my God, I've just seen Sky, so don't share it with me. Mm. Because actually I'm having this really nice conversation. Hijacking. And I'm having a break from it. Yeah, it's hijacking. So <clears throat> I would suggest, how would you feel about this? That you delete what pops up. Because my life has changed since I've deleted what pops up. I don't have any of my alerts on. But Sky still pops up. You still no, see I have no alerts. None at the all. The only one that comes up is BBC News. That's would how you, would it's you the only alert. I don't have a, I don't have, I don't have a Sky News app. Would you app. consider deleting that no, and then because, looking at BBC no, because, News and choosing it? Because the other day I looked at BBC News and it had best case scenario, worst case scenario. I just knew, I know what the worst case scenario is, so I didn't read it. And I went down to the best case scenario and it made me feel a bit better. But when, I, you're, when it comes up... But part of managing my anxiety and fear not getting worse is feeling I'm plugged in. So okay. it's a balance. Right, so no, 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 but it's a balance. Yeah. You're right. Yeah. I mean, I think too much is one, is one thing. Not enough is irresponsible. Might make you feel action a For me, okay. irresponsible for me. All right, I hear that. Anyway, well, there you go. <sighs> should we go, should we, should we go over there and do nothing? <laughs> oh, I love you. I love you we'll too. We'll get through this. I love you too. Come here. I think the thing is, I think what we have to try, what people I'm listening have to hand, try is... Be down, be anxious, but don't be angry with each other because then that just becomes hell. Yeah, love you. I love you. I've got bad news for you. What? I've only got two coffee pods left. Oh, fucking hell, it's a nightmare. <laughs> it's a nightmare. I was just thinking, I'm going to have a coffee, and I thought, oh my god, got to save it. Oh my god. I've got, I've got, I've got. Got instant. Instant. I quite like instant. All right, guys. Leave your comments. Stay well. Look Stay after well. yourselves. De-stress because it's bad for your immune system. And if you're not in a couple and you're watching this... You're lucky fuckers. Take, take a moment to be grateful <laughs> sometimes. <laughs>